Hey, and welcome to the Rooted Project podcast. The goal of this podcast is to provide meaningful, practical tips for teens and those that lead them. Hi, and welcome to episode two of the Rooted Project podcast. Uh, today, I have with me Craig Griffith Jr. Um, he is the, actually, I'll let you introduce yourself, Craig. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Craig Griffith Jr. I'm the youth pastor down here at Open Door Baptist Church here in Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Uh, we just started this past summer, so I'm closing in on my first year here at Open Door Baptist Church. Yeah. So Craig and I have been friends for a super duper long time. Um, even though, so a lot of people actually think I went to LCA just because of like the friendship that we have. Everybody assumes that, um, even though we both know I didn't. Um, so Craig and I want to both um we both work with youth a lot we both both um work in our respective youth groups and uh throughout this whole coronavirus thing it's been uh incredibly interesting to transition at least that's what i would say um i don't know if you would agree with me or not um but it's been uh, a very weird time for us i think that um we're all probably gonna come out better from this in the long run if that makes sense just because i think that there are a lot of churches that are now realizing like oh i didn't have all of this uh I wasn't prepared for this. And so now they'll be able to like look at it and be like, oh, so if something happens like this again, or if we can't um, meet together, actually, then they'll be able to have the stuff to meet together. So what's it been like? Um, both of us have grown up in church our entire lives. What's it been like not going to church yeah. for the past like month? What's that been like for you? It's been crazy, definitely. Um, I mean, I'm used to every Sunday morning waking up, going to Sunday school, morning service, and then having an evening service. So now all of a sudden kind of having that flip where it's like waking up and you're like, oh, I'm not going anywhere today. So that's been different. But at the same time, it's kind of been great because now you're also able to kind of tune into different church services. Like I'm able to tune into um, Canaan service at 930 or no, 10 o'clock. I'm sorry. Um, but then at 1030, usually around that time, Canaan service ends and I can tune in right into open doors and then. Usually by 11 o'clock, open doors ends, and if I want to, I can even tune into a one that starts at 11. So it kind of brings into a unique opportunity that not only are you able to attend your usual service from the comforts of home, but now you're able to attend different services from different churches and hear different preaching. And it's actually been really kind of cool to me, that kind of, that aspect of it. Yeah, so true. We uh, I just scrolling through Facebook, and it's like all these, I'm friends with a lot of pastors, and it's like, oh, this church mm-hmm. service, and this church service, and this church service. And there actually have been a couple of evangelists um, that I've seen that have been, like, posting, like, going to places where they were going to have meetings and then, like, just posting that on Facebook Live and stuff like that. Um, so that's definitely been one of the um, coolest parts of it. Uh, but I totally agree that it's weird, like, not waking up and having to go somewhere. You just kind of, like, this morning I woke up and I was like, well, I guess this is it. Like, I, just, I woke up and I, yeah. are you a, are you a person, like, do you get ready um, like you would for normal service or do you... Uh, just kind of stay casual and stuff like that. Just kind of treat it like it's a video. I'm totally casual. Yeah. I'm. This is what I wore to the service this morning: <laughs> shorts and a t-shirt. Um, I don't like dressing up usually, so <laughs> no, doing but, it in my own home doesn't isn't something I would do. Yeah, that no, makes makes sense. Yeah, I. Uh, it's. I, I find that it helps me focus a little bit if I am like dressed up a tad, but I still completely get it. Like it's not something that I want to do off the top, like of my head so i'll still get up and try to get ready like have my coffee and and devotions and put on like a a nice shirt so like i put on this is like my nice uh pullover so i was like i'll put on my pullover today but that 
Um, yeah, that's probably even the weirdest part is just waking up and being like, oh, I don't have to go anywhere. Especially for us because we drive a little bit further to church. So it's like now we're waking up and yeah. like instead of leaving the house at 730, we just kind of stay at. Um, so it's been really that, – that has been nice. Um, I think something else that's interesting about not having church is that we've been able to reach like a lot more people than we would have like mm-hmm. other than just ourselves going out and like talking to people. And obviously like that is you know what we're supposed to be doing. But like I know for our, even our, um, some of the videos that Canaan's put out, like we've had like almost a thousand views on multiple videos and we don't have a thousand people that come to church. So it's like, I think that's something that's super interesting. Have you guys noticed that at all? Like on like any of your video engagement, like if it's up or not, or is it about the same as it always is? Um, I don't see how many people view it, but it definitely seems to me like there's been a lot more people viewing um, that normally do. And just the opportunity, I think from reaching throughout like Facebook in a sense of being able to share it and say, Hey, here's this link. And everyone has their friends on Facebook. So, I mean, that's just a chance of that many more people looking at it. You guys, um, live stream all of your videos or. Um, yeah, they live stream the Sunday morning, Sunday night and, uh, Wednesday night services. And did you guys live stream before coronavirus or no, never. We only, I think we only live stream our Sunday services. Okay. Interesting. So I don't think I could be mistaken. I don't think Canaan did until now, but I think that we probably will continue to because just because of that reason of like, even if it's somebody who normally comes to church and then like can't, like th- it's been really nice mm-hmm. to stay involved in my church instead of just like watching another sermon, if that makes sense, or like listening to something on sermon audio. Yeah. It's been nice to actually hear like Pastor Nick or Pastor Dan, um, which is not something that we've probably always been able to do. So what are some. What are some creative ways that you guys have been meeting needs in your community, like during the COVID-19 time? Um, I don't know how creative they are, but we've been um, reaching out to a lot of people that come to our church through a phone phone call, just checking up, seeing how they're doing. Um, we have an email list we've used, and I know throughout it, some people have asked for certain needs or certain um, help that they might need, or they see a business or someone needs and that goes out and i know we've been able to actually help some people through those um so just kind of being able to stay in the constant communication with people even though maybe it's not that face-to-face interaction that we're used to every sunday or wednesday or maybe just throughout the week but being able to keep that line of communication letting people know hey we're still here and we're still here to help i think really makes a difference and people really appreciate it and i mean we're also trying to get out and support small businesses that are still staying open, like the restaurants. Um, and I know they really appreciate it when people are coming in and they really um, are recognizing faces and liking that. So, yeah, I appreciate what you just said about um, like the, con- like saying connected. Cause I feel like, and like letting people know that you're still here. Cause I feel like that's something for me even is easier to forget. It's like, Oh yeah, I'm a part of that church. Oh yeah. That church is still like, just because we're not meeting doesn't mean that the church isn't there. So, like, that's something that's been super interesting is, like, keeping that communication and recognizing that, like, even though we're not, like, together, we're still together. Um, So I definitely Mm -hmm. think that is something that is, like, undervalued is just, like, keeping in contact with people, like, making a purposeful effort instead of just, like, just posting on Facebook and Instagram, like, actually reaching out. Um, We at Canaan are doing a – or we did a – like, a drive, basically, for – needs for hospitals and stuff hospital workers so we did like snacks Mm -hmm. and um like certain medical supplies i think they i think they made some 
masks, like those cloth, cloth masks and stuff like yeah. that. And I think that was a really creative way to be able to reach out because that's not something I thought about at all <laughs> until I saw that they were yeah. doing it. I was like, oh, genius. Uh, but I guess that's not why I'm not in charge. So, um, <laughs> so um, what is something that you are praying for right now? Um, it can be in regards to church or youth group or kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple of ones for that. Uh, one is just wisdom overall. Wisdom for um, the pastor and I and decisions we have to make in the deacon board with all this going on. Um, wisdom to know how to handle the situation, how we can reach out to people, how we can better reach out to people. And um, um, so that's one level. And then two, just praying that people stay safe throughout all this, that they use good judgment in what they're doing and not just being out there and be out there, but um, just using good judgment throughout this whole situation and that everyone is staying safe throughout all this. Yeah, I feel like I feel like praying for safety is like, I know that is something that I over, like, oh, it's not actually a big deal. Like, it'll be okay. But I think that, mm-hmm. like, that's something that's really important for, and just, like, it lets people know that you actually care. Like, when you're praying for them yeah. for their safety, it's not just, like, you're not just praying about the big things, but you're praying about just them being able to go out and um, do things without having to worry. Um, so the next, the next question I have, and I think we'll probably spend a decent amount of time here because this is, like, what I've struggled with the most um, yeah. It's like, what's the best way that you've been able to stay in contact with, like, your youth group or even your church in general? Because it sounds like you guys have that part pretty well figured out, but mm-hmm. it's the part that I struggle with the most. So just curious yeah. your thoughts. Um, I know the best way that church, I feel, stayed in contact is definitely through the phone calls and the emailing. Um, because sometimes you can't contact everyone through the phone, so the email's the best or vice versa. Um, with youth, it's a little more challenging because sometimes, like... I know I don't have all their phone numbers, so it's sometimes hard to reach out personally. Um, but some of them have Facebook. I'm finding that I can kind of reach through some of them through that. But even then, that's I found to be a challenge. And so it's been difficult trying to figure out where can I reach them the most. And I'm still analyzing which ones I'm going to use and how I'm going to keep reaching out. But Facebook's been the main one I've used to reach out to our youth group um, through that. And so I'm going to keep pushing that, but also try to figure out maybe there is an email list I can find and email them or something trying to get in contact, try to use that. But Yeah. Have you guys used Zoom at all for like any youth group things? Uh, not for any youth group things yet. Um, a lot of, um, I know the school has, has used Zoom a lot through that. To we just, that, uh, yeah. our college and career class just did. Um, a Zoom call, like I was saying. It was actually super nice. When we started to get on, I was like, this is going to be uh, really complicated and really hard to stay focused. But it was actually a great time just because, like, I mean, we haven't seen each other in a month. So it was really nice to catch up. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually going to look at, like, I've never used Zoom before that. <laughs> so it's like, uh, I'm going to look at and try to how to, like, how we can use that in our youth group. Because I think that a lot of the kids would appreciate it just from stuff, some stuff that I've seen. Um, they just seemed like, oh, I'm lonely and I actually miss youth group or stuff like that, which is not... And I think that's something different, too, because as a kid, when I was in youth group, I'm not so sure that's something I would have said. Like, I wouldn't have cared yeah. that much about missing youth group, but I know that um, a lot of kids, it's, like, a big thing for them. And so I really want to figure out how we can develop that. Um, the big ones for us have been Facebook and Instagram. Um, we don't have a ton of followers on either, but I know that I've gotten to reach out th- with a few kids through it, um, just being able to, like, send DMs and, like, messages and stuff. And I think that yeah. it's, like... 
it's weird because you don't want to like be there all the time, but you also want to be able to reach mm-hmm. out to let them know that you care. So it's Absolutely. like that's been kind of the the balancing board I've been walking on is trying to be like, hey, we're here, we care about you, but like we're also not going to be in, in all of your stuff and like try not to overstep bounds, I guess. And maybe I don't know, maybe I'm wrong in that, but um, it's been. I would definitely say it's been a struggle I wasn't expecting to deal with, um, just mm-hmm. like staying in contact. Because when you see every, when you see people weekly on Sundays, you don't worry about necessarily how you're going to stay in con- contact with them during the week. But this has kind of shown me that like maybe there should be some more contact throughout the week, like being able to reach out and have conversations instead of just seeing them on Sundays. And I think that if we started doing that, then like reaching into their lives differently we'll see growth on other ends and other places um but would yeah. you say that your biggest struggle like what would you say your biggest struggle with like reaching having contact has been um kind of getting them to be a part of uh, social media like the facebook or the instagram group um trying to kind of get different ways that you know maybe they can be in kind of constant talking throughout the week with us um instead of just that one instance of contact um, but just trying to get them to be a part. And it's not something you can force teenagers to do, obviously. Um, it's got to be on their own choice. So I think that's been the hardest part is trying to get, say, like, hey, like, be a part of this so we can have this communication. So, I mean, we can talk about whatever. We can talk, have an open line of communication. Maybe you have a question in your devotionals. Maybe you just have a question overall that you've been thinking on, chewing on. And we can put it out there and we can discuss it. And it can just be a good time. We can check up on each other. But, it's them um, buying in that we gotta. That I find is the biggest part, yeah. the hardest part. And I think it has to be super active as well, like purposeful. Because like that's probably my biggest thing. It's super easy for me to be like, oh yeah, I'll shoot you out this message, or I'll make this Instagram post, or this, I'll make this video. Instead of being like very purposeful, purposeful of like, hey, like I care about you. Like what? How can I help you? Like what can we pray about and stuff like that. Um, so I think just like mm-hmm. being purposeful is like something that would really help with that struggle. Um, but like. That doesn't. Um, that sounded like I was telling you, but I have figured out. That's not, that's not what I was saying. I was just saying like being intentional is something that's super hard for me, but like I think would um, help them want to get more involved. If that makes sense, and that because I, I understand your problem. Mm-hmm. So uh, what yeah. is? Oh yeah, what are you gonna say? No, I was just okay. agreeing with you. So uh, what are some ways that teens can be involved uh, in youth group or church in general? Uh, I made this is the one that I made my first podcast about was just like a okay. list of ways that I think you can stay involved in church, even though we're not in church, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to hear like other thoughts on like how they can stay involved in church. Yeah. Um, one big way I've kind of been thinking about lately for them to stay involved is really like pushing it out to their friends, like on social media. Cause a lot of the streaming is happening on Facebook or is really simple to find. You just go to the website and you click it. And so it's like pushing it out to the friends they have on social media or on Instagram that maybe they don't invite to youth group or maybe they've pushed off from coming to church when they've been invited. But to say, hey, look, you have an opportunity now to reach all these people that you want to, that you talk about, that maybe you're praying for in your youth group. Like share it, let them know. Um, Maybe share, post a Bible verse, whether you do it once a week, once a day, once every couple of days, whatever. But constantly kind of just have that flow on your feed um because you don't have that con- that personal contact anymore that you're seeing whether you're in school every day or whatever 
um, wherever you see them. But now you have an opportunity to reach them and kind of fill their feed with what you're sharing and seeing on a daily basis. So I think that's one way that a lot of youth group and teenagers can be involved is through that. It's just, hey, just keep pushing out God's word and um, sharing the times when there's live streaming going on and see, you never know what can happen, what God can use through that. So That's so true. I actually hadn't even thought about that. Uh, just the idea of like sharing that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it, was, it feels funny to say like, oh yeah, you can be involved by just posting on Facebook. But it's, it's true, especially like right now when you can't get out. Like technically that's like mm-hmm. one of the most involved things that you can do. Um, so I hadn't even thought about that. Um, and it, like kind of what we mentioned on mentioning earlier, it really is a great like evangelistic opportunity to be where we mm-hmm. are right now because what are people doing Sunday mornings? Well, if they're not sleeping, they're scrolling Facebook or Instagram. <laughs> and it's like, well, hey, yeah. since I'm not doing this, I'll watch this video. And it's actually, that's great. That's a great way to be evangelistic during this time instead of just kind of like letting it be passive. Um, one of the things I thought about, similar, I guess, is just like participating in church media because I know that there are a lot of pastors who um, aren't good with Facebook or Instagram and like they're like a lot of our teens, they just kind of pick it up like naturally. Like it's, they've had it their entire life. Um, so I've actually had a few teenagers yeah. that I've reached out to and been like, Hey, if I give you a list of verses, like, do you want to go ahead and make pictures, like, like design some pictures or some posts that we can like share in our pages. And they've been all over it and they, they, they thought it was like super good. Mm-hmm. So I think that just getting involved in a way that they're good at, um, can be super helpful instead of just like trying to get involved in places they don't feel comfortable. But I, and I also think that getting involved in places you're comfortable will make it so that you'll be willing to get involved in places you're not comfortable later, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The other one that Karen actually said that is again, something I didn't even think about um, was like being able to prepare um, like Bible lessons or special music during this time. Like, cause there's literally no time crunch. So, like, you could, mm-hmm. if you want to volunteer to teach children's church for a month, then you literally have all this time to prepare something if you're nervous about it. And then same with special music, um, which I thought was just, I thought it was genius because I always tend to be a uh, last-minute type of person. So, um, <laughs> yeah. all right, one last question. Um, right. So, what's, what's one thing that you want to tell your youth teens, like, right now, even though you're not together? Um, keep standing God's word through this time and maybe you're someone that has your devotions every day and which is great keep that up keep doing your devotions keep praying um but maybe you're someone that struggles with your devotions and you know maybe through all the craziness of school and sports and everything you just have lost track this is the perfect time to get right back into doing your devotionals because most days you're getting up yeah you may have some schoolwork or you may have whatever it is but then you're just stuck at home so Use this time, use it wisely, dive back into God's word, um, build your relationship with Christ through this time. Don't waste time just singing. I got nothing to do, so I'm just going to scroll on my phone. But dive um, back into God's word and really renew your relationship with him through this time. Sweet. I love it. I love it. Um, for me, like that's a really big thing Like in my life, too, um, is whenever it's like there's downtime, I get... Mm-hmm. like bogged down by it almost like it's like oh i can relax oh i'll relax in every area of my life um so i think that's something that we definitely need to be pushing to our teens um and i i, I think that i've shared a similar message um, one thing that i've encouraged them to do is like start an active prayer life because again that's something that i struggle with and now is the perfect time like when people are afraid or people are struggling with things like now is the perfect time to 
kind of get in that habit of talking to God. Um, so it's been really cool to like see the opportunities that we can grow through this time instead of just kind of like seeing how annoying and bad everything is. Um, but mm-hmm. thanks for talking to me, Craig. Um, I hope that everybody yeah. else has uh, enjoyed this conversation. Um, let us know uh, something else you want to talk, you want uh, us to talk about, um, something else you want to learn about, and uh, we'll see you in the next one.